1: There's a lot of people who do not like the fact of Jesus saying, I am the narrow gate and I am the only way. Now, let me confess. I don't like it either. What, Rodney? Yeah, I was telling one guy one time, he says, well, you narrow-minded Christians. I mean, you mean Jesus is the only way? I don't like that, he said. I said, I don't either. He said, aren't you a pastor?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you don't like it? No. He said, what you talking about, Willis? I said, no, I really don't like it, man. I said, you know, I, I really would rather be able to tell you that we have options. I mean, I'm an option kind of guy. I, I like 31 flavors. I like Baskin Robbins. I mean, when I go to Baskin Robbins, I like it because I've got options, man. I've got choices. I got 31 of them. And and I'm going to just choose a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Man, I like chocolate and vanilla and Rocky Road and strawberry. And I like to mix it up in a bowl and eat it like cake. Mmm. I love ice cream. And I love options. And I would love to be able to tell you that you have options. But listen, it's not about me. And it's not about you. Well, I don't like it. So, and your point is, because we don't have to like it, but the Bible is clear. Jesus is the only way to get to heaven. Say amen, saints. He is the only way to get to heaven. Is that narrow? Well, I guess so. But he's the only way to get to heaven. All roads, contrary to popular opinion, do not lead to God. All roads lead to God, people say. And they tell you, they say, you know, you can think what you want, believe what you want. And if you are truly sincere, you'll get to heaven. Listen, you can be truly sincere and be truly sincerely wrong. All roads do not lead to heaven. And I am amazed I am amazed at how many people, they, they have a problem with Christians saying that Jesus is the only way. They have a problem with Christians being narrow-minded. But the reality is, listen the, re- listen, the reality is we are all narrow-minded. Narrow-minded is not a bad thing. Now, it's only a bad thing in some people's minds when you are narrow-minded about the way to get to heaven. Then there's a problem. When you're narrow-minded about the fact that Jesus claims that he is the only way to get to heaven, and if you don't go through him, you can't get to heaven. Now, if you're narrow-minded about that, that's a problem. But we can be narrow-minded about any other thing. As a matter of fact, people expect you to be narrow-minded. We all are narrow-minded. I was telling you Wednesday night that uh, in school, I was a really bad math student. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I mean, math is not one of those subjects I, I get. My favorite subject in school was recess. I mean, I was with Dr. King, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free. I mean, I, I, I loved it, man. We come out for recess, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. I mean, I just, math, I just, I was just not a good math person. English and grammar, and all. I was pretty good there. but 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 math, no, I just didn't get it. Now, in all the time that I sought to get it, In this area of math, there is one thing that I did learn. I did learn concerning mathematical problems that there is only one right answer. Uh, That I did learn. I would have loved it if the teacher would have said to me, "You know, uh, Rodney, um, you know, you got all the wrong answers," and uh, but I want to be open-minded. I said, "What to God?" (laughs) I want to be open-minded. No, it doesn't make sense. That's crazy. We all know that when you're working out a mathematical problem, there's only one right answer, and everything else is wrong. I'm taking a trip at the end of the month. You guys know, headed to India. I am praying that the pilot of our airplane is not open-minded, If you know what I mean, say amen. Amen. I am praying that he is fanatical. I am praying that he is restricted and that he is narrow-minded when it comes to flying that plane. I want him to be narrow-minded. I don't want a pilot to be flying the plane and thinking, well now, you know, there are many different ways and roads that get to India i don't i don't want that i don't want a, and i don't want an air traffic controller to be open minded you know breaker breaker one well wait a minute is that the trucks that's the trucks all right the tr- whatever you know uh, air traffic controller person um um pilot um you know you you can uh Choose a uh, runway, any runway you choose will be just fine, (laughs) over and out. Be like, no, I want an air traffic controller to say, (laughs) pilot person, you have runway, whatever it is, land on it. No, you are not free to land the plane wherever you want. All roads do not lead to India. Land the plane on this runway. Why? I don't want an open-minded air traffic controller. I don't want an open-minded pilot. I want them to be very narrow-minded. And when you're on the plane, you will want that too. Amen. You don't want me to go, oh, well, I think I'll just fly anywhere I want. You know, I was landing in, I was telling them first person, second service, we were, um, I don't know what, where I was going, but I know that I was landing in Phoenix, Arizona. Never forget this. It was right after 911. And needless to say, I, you know, after, right after 911, I mean, it took faith to get on a plane. I mean, people say, oh, I don't have any faith. Yeah, you do. Take a flight, okay? And your faith and your prayer life will increase immediately. So I took this flight right after 9 911 and faith, I'm flying on this plane and we're flying into Phoenix, Arizona. The plane is just about to land on the runway. And it was right at that place where you know you're just about, you're really close. I mean, you're, you're like right eye to eye with the lights on the runway or whatever. The wheels are down and it's just about to, about to land. And, and, and all of a sudden the plane took off back up in the air and I'm like, ah! People are like, calm down. I'm like, no, we're gonna die up in here. <laughs> so the guy takes off, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I mean, this is right after 911. I'm thinking maybe somebody tried to hijack the plane. Maybe somebody got up there in the cockpit, told the pilot, I'm gonna blow your head off if you don't take this plane back up. All kinds of things run through my mind, I'm thinking maybe my grandmother's hijacking the plane. I mean, I'm like, everything is sick. You don't know what's going on. And I'm like, I'm going to kill the pilot. If we weren't in the air, I'd kill the pilot right now. Because he could have came over the loudspeaker and said, Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are um, on the run. We were just about to land when the air traffic controller told us that we were on the runway with another plane. He could have told us that, but he didn't. And we didn't know what was going on. Why? Because... All runways don't lead to the terminal. All runways cannot be occupied by the same. There's one one runway for one plane at a time. One. Narrow-minded, you Christians are narrow-minded. Yeah, we are narrow-minded. And why is it not okay to be narrow-minded when it comes to the things of heaven, when it comes to the things of Jesus Christ? But in every other area of our lives, we are very narrow-minded. And so Jesus says... Narrow is the gate. Narrow is the way that leads to heaven. Narrow is the way that will get you to know God. And there's no other way. You can go out in the woods. Some people say, well, you can go out and hug a tree and get to know God. You can go out and hug a tree, but you won't get to know God. You'll probably get a rash, but you won't get to know God. Well, some people say well if you get in the lotus position and um and contemplate your navel you will get to know God they say you know you won't get to know God you'll probably find some lint but you won't get to know God <laughs> I don't know how lint gets here anyway I was <laughs> Don't get it No No, there's only one way to get to know God. And that is to go through, I'm sorry, the gate. And the gate is Jesus. Two gates leads to two ways, our second point. Notice one is broad, the other is narrow and straight. Got a pen? Write this down. At all costs, avoid broadway. Uh, Not the one in Manhattan, because Broadway is a bummer. Avoid Broadway. The Broadway, what's that? The Broadway speaks of all of those who are going after the way of man's philosophies, humanism, atheism, pluralism, inclusivism, and any other ism that denies God. There are many on the Broadway, and it's a popular way and a well-populated way. The narrow way, in contrast, is less popular and less populated. It's called the narrow way, the narrow road. I like to call it walking up the king's highway. Oh, you guys know that song from Sunday school. None can go up there but the pure in heart. It's the highway to heaven. I'm walking up the King's Highway. Amen. That's the narrow way. Not many people on the narrow way. It's not heavily populated. The narrow way, it's not popular. The crowd isn't flocking this way. The narrow way, it's a difficult way. It's it's difficult to get through. It's the way of self-denial. It's the way of holiness. It's the way of truth. And few find this way. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16, there is a way that seems right unto man, but it is the way of death. You must choose which way you will take. You know, that's the one thing that separates the gospel from every other world religion. The gospel brings every individual to the place of choice. You remember the story? Elijah is standing it off with the prophets of Baal. And Elijah says to them, he says, choose you. If you are going to serve God, then follow him. But if you're going to serve false gods, then follow them. It was Joshua who said in Joshua 24, he says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Will it be God or will it be false prophets, evil gods? Gods who have no hands, they've got hands but they can't feel. They got eyes but they can't see, ears but they can't hear, feet but they can't walk. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. The scriptures tell us it's always a choice. There's always been a choice. You must choose between the narrow way and the broad way. And if you choose the narrow way, you've got to leave some baggage. This way, this way is not wide enough for you to take all your baggage. It's like when you go to the airport and you check in and they say, sir, ma'am, you've got too many bags. You need to check some of them. And they make you go check in some of your bags because there's only enough room in the overhead compartment for one bag. You can't take all your baggage on this narrow way. You've got to leave some of your baggage. You've got to leave that that old life behind, that baggage. So many people want to enter the narrow gate and bring all their baggage with them. Lord, can I still hang on to my hatred and my bitterness and my unforgiveness? Lord, can I hang on to my greed and my covetousness and my selfishness? No. Lord, can I hang on to that relationship that is ungodly and unholy before you? No. Lord, can I hang on to my old friends and my associates who are bad influence? No. Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that we are to lay aside every sin and weight that does so easily hold you down and run the race with patience, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and despised the shame. You got to leave that baggage. You can't take it with you. You understand? You can't take it with you. It's the narrow way. The narrow way. And don't expect many people to go with you on this narrow way. Your friends are not going to go with you. Sometimes you've got to go it alone as a Christian. And it's the narrow way. Sometimes, you know, you can't have lunch with the people in the office. They all go to lunch because you're a Christian. They don't invite you. Good. I'm going go to go lunch with you anyway. Amen. I'd rather read my Bible. Go ahead. Y'all bring me back something. You know? I'm going to go lunch with you anyway. Go it alone. You got to go it alone. What's that song that says, Though none go with me, yet I will follow? Someone once wrote, They said it's better to walk a lonely road with Jesus than to be without him in a crowd. Don't you love that? You see, it's the narrow path. It's a difficult one. But in reality, it's the blessed one. Remember Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus said, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. You see, it's difficult, but it's the more blessed one. It's not hard. And the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. Not for the believer. Not for the believer. It's difficult, but it's blessed. It's narrow." But wide enough for you to take your hand and to put it in the hand of the Master, and it's wide enough for you and Jesus to walk through together. That's it. No baggage. Just you and Jesus. It's wide enough. It's narrow, but wide enough for you and Jesus to walk together. Two gates. Two ways. And finally, two destinations. One leads to destruction and the other leads to life. Two destinations. Did you notice there's not a third? There's not a third destination. One leads to life and life eternal. That speaks of heaven. And the other leads to destruction. That speaks of hell. Yeah, I said it. Hell. The H word. No one wants to talk about hell. Oh, come on, Rodney. Do you really believe in hell? I mean, that's so outdated and antiquated. Come on. Do you believe in hell? Nobody believes in hell. Sorry, you're wrong. I do. And Jesus does. And Jesus talks about more about hell than any other preacher in the Bible. Did you know that? Why? Because he's been there and he knows you don't want to go there. You know, people say, well, you don't want to go there. Talk to the hand. You don't want to go there or whatever. Jesus says, you don't want to go there. Hell is a real place. And we don't want to go there. Two destinations, one heaven and the other hell. Hell is a real place. It's a story of a religious lady that had to do a lot of Traveling. For her business. And so she did a lot of flying. Flying made her very nervous. So she always took out her Bible along the way to read it. And the Bible helped her to relax on long flights. Well, one time this lady was sitting next to a man. And when he saw her pull out her Bible, he, he gave a little chuckle, a little smirk, and he went back to what he was doing. Well, after a while, he turned to her and he said, hey, Lady, you don't believe all that stuff that's in the Bible, do you? Well, the lady said, of course I do. I mean, it's in the Bible. He said, well, what about that guy that was swallowed up by the whale? She replied, oh, Jonah? She said, yes, I believe that. That's in the Bible. He asked, well, how do you suppose he survives all that time inside the whale? Well, the lady said, she said, "I, I really don't know. I guess when I get to heaven, I'll have to ask him. And the man said, well, what if he isn't in heaven? He said sarcastically. The lady said, well, then you can ask him. Cause you're going to hell. <laughs> the Broadway, yeah. Heaven's a, heaven's a real place, and hell is a real. It's amazing how many people think heaven's a real place because everybody goes to heaven, even all dogs go to heaven. Somebody not somebody write a movie about it. They did a movie? Oh, all dogs go to heaven. Everybody goes to heaven. Everything goes to heaven. Heaven is heaven. Heaven's wonderful. Heaven's beautiful. Babies float around on diapers and it's great. You know, heaven is beautiful. It's peaceful, wonderful heaven. But nobody believes in the torments of hell. And the Bible says the Broadway has many on it, it leads to destruction, it leads to suicide. The Broadway is the way where all good and truth and beauty and life will be destroyed upon arrival. The narrow way leads to life. It leads to eternity. It leads to victory. It leads to heaven. It leads to glory. It leads to the end of misery. It leads to the end of sin. The broad way or the narrow way. You must choose. All roads don't lead to heaven. Just like all roads don't lead to Calvary Chapel. Did you know that? When every, every single one of us today came to this church, Calvary Chapel, on one road. It was Center Street. Every single one of us. All roads do not lead to Calvary Chapel. And listen, all roads do not lead to your destination, do do not lead to your home. When you leave here today, you'll leave the parking lot. You will either make a left or you will make a right. If you make a left, you're going to go down to Salem Street. If you make a right, you'll get off on US 1 and take US 1 or just keep going down Center Street, 1010. It'll take you to, to the 401. All roads don't lead. There is a desired design way in order for you to get home. And a desired design way in order for you to get to Calvary Chapel. You've got to choose the right road to get to your destination. Oh, how many people have come here today, spiritually it's true, came the church on the God road or the narrow road that leads to life. And how many came here today on the road that leads to destruction? You've got to ask yourself right now, which road are you on? The narrow road or the wide road? Rodney, how do you get on the narrow road? Uh, One word for you. Repent. Repent? Yeah, repent. That just means to turn around and go the other direction. Just go the other way. You were following sin. Turn around and go follow God. You were walking on the wide road. Turn around and follow the narrow road that leads to God that leads to life, that leads to peace. Repent of your sin. The Bible is very clear. We've all inherited a sin nature from Adam, and we've passed down sin to every generation. Adam has. And so we're born sinners, the Bible says. And because of that sin nature, we have sinned against God, and we need to repent. And we need to believe in Jesus that He died on Calvary's tree for you and me. And in order to enter that narrow gate, you must put your faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. You cannot enter the gate in your own strength or by your own works. You understand? Whether you give your life, your heart to Jesus today or not, you must choose. But please know that you cannot enter the kingdom of God through any other gate than the gate of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the only way, the only way. In the Greek language, the word only means only. It means one. It means no other. The only way. Get into heaven is through Jesus, not by your works. You can't be good enough. You can't be smart enough. You can't be liked enough. You can't do enough. You can't give enough money. You can't have enough faith. Only just a little bit of mustard seed faith to put that faith and deposit it in faith in Christ. And the Bible says when you repent, you will turn, follow the narrow gate. That will lead you to life, my friend.